going on, everybody? Welcome back, bringing lyrics to life. Here we are again, episode four. Four episodes deep, yo, making mad progress, doing great things, and uh, yo, we already moving. Um, congratulations to my partners in crime, my co-hosts. Now that we are streaming on uh, Apple Podcasts, yeah. yeah no, so, uh, for those of you who um are new to us make sure you subscribe we are on uh anchor we are on podbean we are on apple um podcasts and more media outlets to come so uh yeah definitely um definitely uh follow us get connected with us and uh stay in the know what we got going on we coming for you joe button tv i like joe i like joe i like joe um Listen, uh, how you doing, Naya? I'm good. How y'all doing? All right. How you, how you feel? How's the weather? Hot. Always. <laughs> Hot always. What's up, Tay? What's going on with you, man? This man living life, man. Just trying to take it one day at a time. Yeah? You know? Trying to stay out of trouble. Okay. Um, so, so for those of you all who uh, typically are our audience that uh, generally um, tunes in with us, we appreciate you and your uh, great support of us. Um, we're changing up the format today just a little bit because we have some things administratively that we wanted to cover. Um, just yesterday, we celebrated Juneteenth. Juneteenth, right? Yes. So, uh, shout outs um, for those who are uh, great supporters um, of our heritage. Um, and our, our background uh, nationally, uh, geographically, worldwide, we are making some strides and some changes. Um, you know, so things is, is looking on the up. I know some businesses, at least here within the tri-state area, uh, closed their businesses down just for the day. Um, for the day um, in, in observation of Juneteenth. What they doing in, in um, old, old flood down in the panhandle? Yeah, I, know. I don't even know why I ask. You know, listen, I'm from Florida, y'all, but I'm not from Panama City. Oh, man. That is the beach. That's the shore. That's the Panhandle. That's where all the rich folk go. I'm from the country. Of course, St. Lucie, holla at me. Oh, man. Huh? He said, country boy, get the I'm, bayou. I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure so in Port St. Lucie, they shut it down. Okay? The swamp. I don't know where Florida. I should. I'm trying to stay out of Florida unless I'm going to. I tell people all the time: if you're driving down to Florida, right, when you hit the state line sign and say "Welcome to Florida," drive another 24 hours. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You got another day. People be like, "Yeah, we made it." Nah, you still got another 24 hours to go. Yeah, you know that. You know how Florida got that tip at the end. You yeah. go to the tip, fall off, go underneath, and come back up, and then that's Actually, where I'm at. My cousin's, my cousin is, is in Florida right now. I think it's um, um Tallahassee. Is it? Okay, yeah, Tallahassee is, is over there. Tallahassee is like diverse. It's a little country, yeah. and then it's a little city at the same yeah, time. Yeah, he hates it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, this month, um, and I've been meaning to do this on every episode, but yo, it's been so crazy with the different artists and different uh, songs that we've been spotlighting. So yeah. we've been like just jumping right in. So I've been missing it. So please forgive me to the viewers. Please forgive me. But this month, June 7th, 1979, President Jimmy Carter himself 
the creed that June is the month of black music. Mm. So it is um, even more special to me personally mm -hmm. and, and to um, the cast here uh, for us to launch this podcast and starting it this month and yeah. just doing the different things that we're doing and um, venturing into the different genres and spotlighting different artists because this month has been declared to be the African American Music Month. So shout outs to all the African American artists. We love y'all. Who are doing their thing. Yeah. Um also shout outs to all the fathers. That's what this one this is what this is why I had to change the format. Father's Day is so much tomorrow. stuff to go over today. Yeah. Father's Day is tomorrow. How you feel about that? Dude, I'm a dad, I didn't even know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> People had to keep reminding me. They're like, well, so what's your plans for tomorrow? So oh, what's man. What's tomorrow? It's regular Sunday. You know, He's Sunday. You know, <laughs> if somebody pulling up and cooking for you dinner, somebody. Huh? Listen. Where they at? No, listen. <laughs> nah, um, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's not. <laughs> how do I feel about that? Uh, you know, I feel good. You know, listen, um, I feel great. Mm -hmm. I feel great, you know, and I'm gonna tell you why. Actually, um, it's funny because my youngest son's mother, she was like, "I'm gonna take, she's gonna take our son for the day, so I have a, a free kid day for mm -hmm. Father's Day." I'm like, "Well, oh, different. Like, I actually, you I'd rather spend, spend, time spend with your that children. day with my children. It makes yeah. it more memorable to me." Yeah, but um. But that I won't be able to do that tomorrow. That was a nice gesture, though. It was. It was. It was very nice of her. Shout outs to her. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't be shady. Um, yeah. Right. So, what, what, uh, I won't be able to do it tomorrow, but next Sunday. Yeah. Next Sunday, I will have all my babies. It's I, I will have all my babies. And I'm I'm very excited. I'm I'm going on tour um on Tuesday. I'm hitting ninety-five. I'll Ooh. be in Virginia, I'll be in North Carolina, I'll be in Florida, and then I'm doing a U-turn, mm. coming back, and I'm hitting every Zaxby's on the way down. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I'll be coming back uh with my babies, all my children, my nephews, and um I'll be getting some music done while I'm out there. Nice, nice. So I'm looking forward to um this trip. Um, I'm sleepy already just thinking about it, though. Mm -hmm. I'm like an exhausting trip, but yeah, the activity I'm, I'm, I'm is I'm tired already here. just thinking about it. I need, like, three days of rest before I go. <laughs> Hold up. Before we even go any further, did he say tree? I mean, tree, man. Not tree. even three, but Not tree. Yes, yeah, that's something stuff. I understand what's going on. Hey, Kalia, she said she loved my music. How you doing, Kalia Walters? That's Kalia Walters of K-West and Big Mouth and Smile. Listen, she got so many different businesses and corporations. That thing is incorporated, okay? Yeah, she is incorporated. She herself is incorporated. She's got a lot going on with her. Um, listen, I, I'm glad you pointed out this hat. Uh, it, it says, my worship is my weapon. Um, tonight, we will be spotlighting um, Little Vice, because he is an artist of mine. He is from the Men Enterprises roster. Mm -hmm. And he is my best friend and my brother and one of my faves, um, Maurice Griffin. Uh, he was supposed to be joining us. However, he is on tour. Yeah. Um, and the plan is now. <laughs> he's uh should be landing in Texas by 8 p.m. our time for a layover to uh, Atlanta. So we're gonna try to call him by eight o'clock. He got a gun. So. <laughs> he in Texas. Man. Oh, cut it out. He cut it out. 
It's hot right so, now. Um, <laughs> shit is real. He should be joining in um, at, at 8 o'clock or around that hour at some point. Um, but yeah, so so let's just go back a little bit. Um, Naya, right? Shed yeah, some yeah. light on um, how you feel about Juneteenth. And wait, hold on. Let me do this plug. My nephews, right? Mm-hmm. The the sons of the great Naya Legend mm. has just written and released their own book. Nice. And the title of the book is what? If I had a dad. If I had a dad. Oh, that's deep. <laughs> um, they are they are what thirteen and eight? Yes. Yeah. Yes, 13 and 8 years old. I got too many children. Yes, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> to think about it. Um, <laughs> it's it's right? They are 13 and 8 years old. And this is actually the 13-year-old. This is his second book. Yeah. Oh. Um, but um, him and his little brother, they wrote a book together. And yeah. they are released. It's, it's released. It's available on, write it down, Naya. It's on uh, Nook. Uh, I'm going to do it so. Kindle. Kobo, Barnes and Noble, Look, Smashwords, and TheBookTouch.com. Everything that she just said. So, that's, that's beautiful. Like young men, young black men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm super proud of them. You know, like I didn't know what to expect when they started, and you know, I read it, and I, I was just like shocked, and I'm really proud of them. Yeah, yeah. They, they are, um, and it's crazy because. Um, my nephew, the 13-year-old, he hit me up about the book and some other things. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the process of talking to him, he actually got uh, invited to do a radio interview. Nice. So I asked him, I said, hey, listen, they want you on the radio, man. You want, you want to do it? He's like, oh, man, wow, yeah, that's awesome. I'm like, <laughs> and, and there was a time, man, there was a time this kid didn't even talk. Now he, yeah. he, he want to he be on radio shows. It's, it's, yeah. It's, um, <laughs> It's just amazing. It is just amazing. Uh, Kalia, she said, where can she buy the book? Um, I There is a um, there is a promotional post that will be coming out uh, tomorrow with uh, all that information, but you can get it on Kindle, uh, Nook, uh, Kobo, Smashwords, uh, and thebookpatch.com. Snapwords, Bookpatch, Smashwords, Barnes & Noble, yeah, all them things. We'll, we'll run it back for you. Hey, yeah. I ain't going all that. Um, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So, what you, um, how did you celebrate your Juneteenth? Oh, he wasn't free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a slave to the system. Yeah, Kalia, we, we'll, we'll post it. There's actually a, a promotion coming out with the book um, and where you can get it from. So, uh, that'll get released tomorrow, the actual book. So, uh, it, it'll be posted um, definitely on my page. Um, and for those of you who do not follow, Naya Legend, make sure you do um, stay in the know because she did just release her book, uh, Seduced by Um and, and you can and that is available on those uh, media outlets as well. So make sure you pick um, her book up as well. And that's book number 15, 14. That's right. That's 15. right there. So, um, yeah, so you had the word. Mm. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> But we appreciate it. Was certainly, it was, I, 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 I didn't quit mentally like 37 times yesterday. <laughs> and you see what time I got back? I don't even remember. It was, Last night was, it was like, it was like, it was, I was all over the place. I had so much. Is that something? Something else? <laughs> no, man. I have, uh, 
yo, it's like, um, you know, because of the pandemic, right? And and I appreciate it, though. I appreciate the business. Shout out to um all the artists, man. Um, you know, Tank just did his uh just released his next his last EP, next EP, latest EP on the twelfth of June. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's busy. Um, Sammy just released his John. Um, who else? Just so many different people have uh, been working. Just just busy. Stuff, music stuff, so it's just been crazy. Like, even tonight, after tonight's podcast, I gotta, fit, I gotta finish a song that somebody hit me up today asking me for a song. So I'm driving to this ceremony that I had to do. I was a guest speaker at a graduation ceremony. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to those graduates um, that was at the graduation ceremony today. Um, it was lit, it was live. They did a really nice thing down there in Binding, New Jersey. Um, we did a little outside thing, yeah. They little outside thing, whatever you know, still be in the family. It's really nice. Um, but uh, yeah, so he hit me up. Oh, I'm coming in 55. Like, they need a song. So I had to hurry up and just start writing the song, catch a tempo, between mm-hmm. and here. While you was in the car, you did all of that while you was in the while car. Died, That's ridiculous. Yeah, so. Real proud, though. Yeah, right? Did you like the lyrics? Yeah. Them yeah. guys was all right, though. I mean, it, it wasn't even a <laughs> Song that I can actually relate to, but it was those was kind of point. I, I love it. I looking forward to the the finished product, you know. Um, so when you mix in, the, make sure you talk on your mixes too. Yeah. The oh, all right, we ain't gonna talk about that. Nah, no, we ain't gonna talk about that. Yo, he go. Why he just do that? Yo, it's I, Black Music Month. I fuck with it though. I, I bang with it. I we, like it. All right, we ain't gonna talk about it. Stop. I like it. Right, we might even have him on the show. <laughs> Dang. But I, uh, it, it was a li- I was listening to it all day. Listen, let me just say this. Let me say this. Let me give this this nugget, right? Um, artists, especially independent artists, because I get it, right? You work with different um, producers. You work with different engineers. You work with different writers. You, you work with a lot of different people. So. The creativity, the talent, and the skill is different. Understand that when you mix and master your final product, do your mixing and mastering all together. Mm-hmm. Mix and master the entire album and use one person to do that whole project. Because literally, you can hear the difference in every track. Yep. One track you up here, mm-hmm. the next track you down here, the next track you right here, the next track you can't hear it all. The next track you like this too loud. Like mm-hmm. you know, so just a professional nugget from one industry person to another. Listen, because it's important that we stick together and support one another. So you know, if I can help and, and lift you up, hit me up, man. Um, you know, we got studios all over. We got different uh, connections that we got. Um, so you know, we'll do what we can do to help you uh, be able to perform your best practice. That's an underrated art, though. The mixing, especially for up and coming artists, they don't realize how important the mixing is. It's got to be done right. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I and I also say this, you know, because some people feel like if the beat sound right and when they lay it down, because mm-hmm. I'm saying when you lay down in the studio, it's a different sound from when you actually publish that. Yeah, you understand. So it might sound good in the studio, but once you release that joint, because some people they think like, oh, it sounded so good, it don't even need to be mixed and mastered. That that I hear a lot <laughs> from up and coming artists. You know what I mean? Like they they think like, oh, this don't even need to be touched. The live, yeah, nah. I tell mm-hmm. you, you have to. It has to be done because.
because what will happen is, and I've, I've seen it, I've, I've seen it done even on a professional level, where we would, I, I, even tonight's artist, Maurice Griffin, man, let me tell you, I remember the first project, oh my God, we put this project out, um, we were on tour, we were on tour, was on tour. We was doing a live performance and recording in Chicago. And it was the day before the album was to release. And at that time, it was with Sony. Mm-hmm. Sony called us that night and was like, y'all got to go, y'all got to redo the whole thing. Oh, they, they also didn't, didn't agree with the, with we, the final project. We had to redo the whole project. Like we had to re-record. So we, he, he did his live performance, live recording in Chicago. And, and I mean, we're on tour. Yeah. So I'm talking about weeks, not days, weeks, no sleep. We are literally driving city to city, mm. selling t-shirts, <laughs> selling it, the single. He's performing and get done performing, had to go back into the studio and have it ready to be released the next day. But normally when you actually record a song, that's that's. That's super, super, super close in time. Like it, it takes like so literally imagine, more than a day to record a song. On tour. This is why Maurice is so dope, man. Shout out to you. Imagine being on tour, singing your guts out, mm-hmm. and then gotta go into the studio and redo you know, all the whole song. album, like within a two-hour time. Oh, that's ridiculous. That's that's and, that's inhuman. And he smashed. Shout out to you, one of these. He smashed it. Right? Uh, they were sick. I mean, don't know me. I am not a studio person. I hate it. I hate sitting there. I hate listening sessions. It does not vibe with my style of creativity. I can't do it. It gets on my nerves. The pressure. The can you write this song on the spot? No. Can you write to this beat? No. Can I can't do that. Like yeah. I have to be mentally in a space mm-hmm. to be able to just exert and produce and be creative. Yeah. That pressure in the studio, bro, I it's torture for me. It is torture for me. Like I'd be like, and they'd be like, what you think? I wasn't even listening. I'm sorry. Play it man. Like I, I can't I, I hate that studio life. Shout out to the engineers. This is why I stopped doing that stuff, man. Y'all heard me on the one show and I'd be like, you know, sometimes when I'm engineering I'll be in there with my AirPod under the headphones and I'll be on the phone. I, I, that's the way I Him and his AirPod crap is so annoying. <laughs> like, you don't know, like, if he's I talking to you talking. or if he's having an actual conversation on the phone. People say right. that to me all the time. Yeah, I'd be like, yo, are you talking to me? And you know what's crazy? I ask him that question, he didn't respond. He, well, just, he, just, he just keep going with his conversation. Yeah, that's how I'm around. Where's my secret? I just ignore him until he start yelling. So listen, um, we gonna I'm gonna play this track. This is uh Prove Me, right? I'm yours. And and um should I give up a backstory or should we give it after we go over the lyrics? What y'all think? I think we should do it after we do it. Go after, after the. All right, all right, all right. So I'm gonna play this track. The uh, song is titled "Prove Me I'm Yours" by Maurice Griffin. Maurice Griffin is from uh, known uh, to be in the BET Sunday's Best Alumni. Um, he changed that show, and he also is a uh, multi-stellar nominee. 
Um, um, so yeah, and, and this track is available on all media outlets. So uh, tune in. Move me on your <laughs> What shall I render to you? My faith is almost done. I completely surrender. I live for you alone. Song like that, right? 
right? Right? Because, yeah. I mean, you know, y'all saw the viewers, y'all saw it, right? There was a change. Yeah. Right? Like, you, you started no, feeling, you was vibing, hair was popping, like, and you actually had the opportunity to meet this cat. Yeah, yeah, he's a dope dude, man. He's so, a dope dude. So, just break it down for us, like, all-encompassing, like, what, what do you think about Maurice Griffin? What do you think about gospel? What do you think about this song specifically? Like, um, about the about the individual, um, he's a dope dude. Like I said, uh, when I met him, um, he he's he's a very open person, and he's like you told me before. He he's he's able to take control of the room, yeah, like yeah. really easily. Like sometimes you can't give him that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to you got to take charge. Yeah, because if you don't, he gonna be like, I'm gonna move out the way, yo. But he's he's a very dope dude. He's a very outspoken, uh, very intellectual. Um, and I didn't even know at first that he did sing. So when you sent me this last week and I listened to it, I was just like, it's Maurice, where? Like, I ain't, I, I didn't see that coming. It threw me, it threw me out of, not the Maurice, I was like, the Maurice I met? Right, the Maurice, I was like, the Maurice you met was here. Like now he was here, we were on tour. You didn't know, but he was on tour. Yeah. But you know, he was just here kicking at the house. Yeah, playing he got the house playing I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, this is more reason I know. Like, why? Yeah. Oh, oh, amazing, amazing singing voice. Super talented dude. Um, very wholesome guy. Uh, very respectable. Um, and I wouldn't say that he made me change my mind on gospel, but <laughs> <laughs> but his his. His song, I would put um, that I would like that I would listen to. That's gospel. I would put up there with um, Kirk Franklin and um, what's that dude who made that song? Never would have made it. Him, that guy. Yeah, him. Yeah, I would have. I would have put it up there with the only gospel music I would actually listen to. Like, so I can I can see myself vibing to this song. Yeah. Because it's just like I said, it's it's way more passionate. You can tell that it comes from a, a, a different place. Yeah. Uh, a lot of other gospel songs are probably like generic, and they'll just do it because it sounds good for the church right. or for the people. Right. But this song specifically, it sounds like he was he was going through it. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I like that. I like wow. I like when I could I could like communicate on that on that level. I pray. Listen, listen, y'all heard it first right here. That's <laughs> right, okay? <laughs> All right. The hoodlum, oh, the leeching, the hood rat themselves. Listen, I'm right. Oh, God is good. Only on the weekends. This guy, man. Only, only this guy. Listen. Um, listen, Naya, take us in, or if you got something to say, go ahead and shoot it. I gotta be, I gotta be the bad influence. You, you don't have to be. Yes, like I told you, we two opposite sides of the same coin. You could be, you could be the good guy. I'm the, you're like the good conscience, and I'm the bad. Take it away. All right, broke it down into four parts. So the first part, he says, "What shall I render to you? My faith is almost none. I completely surrender. I live for you alone." You can stop right there. Say that again. What shall I render to you? What my shall I give to you? What shall I give? Uh huh. My faith is almost none. My faith is almost none. Empty. Go on. I completely Go on. surrender. I completely surrender. 
I live for you alone. I live for you alone. Um, you want to unpack it or what you get from it? Well, my interpretation, and again, I'm a whole heathen, rest my soul. Um, <laughs> but what I got from it was he's, you know, having a conversation and he's asking, like, what else can I give? You know, I'm almost out of hope. Like, I, I've, I'm losing my faith. I'm losing my hope. And I've given you everything. Like, I completely surrender. I'm all yours. I live for you and nobody else. So, so what else is there for me to do to communicate that to you? So, <clears throat> because I'm surrounded by you. Yo, I, yo, we really get And I'm, 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 I'm letting this slide because Father's Day is tomorrow. So he has every right to, to move these ways. No, so this is offensive. But because, um, right, so because Naya uh, has touched gospel, but it's just not her thing. Yeah, she matches. Um, but me being more so in the gospel and R&B, right, so but I'm, I'm going to break it down um, and, and correlate it, right, and, and, and I'm going to convert it to a hip-hop, right? Mm -hmm. So what he's saying in that first stanza is it's, it's a conversation. It's a personal conversation, right? And it's a, it's, it's a conversation on the level of loyalty. God, I've been loyal to you. Things is not going right in my life right now. Yeah. You being who you are can change this. Mm -hmm. Can you be loyal to me? What more is it going to take of me to get a reaction and a response from you in this situation? Mm -hmm. So to, to the viewers, if you're not a believer, and, and you know, if you are, the, the, the mindset is this, is think of a situation to where you have nobody to turn to. And in his case, he only had God. It was only God that can do it. It was only God that could fix it, right? So he's having this conversation. And if you see um, the description in the post, I, I made a statement that this is a song coming from a place of boldness and despair. Mm -hmm. Because he's like, yo, I'm desperate. You are all I got. And you're all that I have left. Mm -hmm. So, like, give me a sign. Like, give me that. Give me that. Lord, give me a yeah. sign. Exactly. Give me a sign. That's 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 the that's the position that he's taking. Now, as a believer, right? We're taught there are ways that you're supposed to talk to God, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. He doesn't believe that, but some of us are taught that there is a way that mm -hmm. we're to talk to God. Mm -hmm. And if you took on that mindset and that model, the position that he took, mm -hmm. he's coming against that. Yeah. Like he, right. he got God's face. Like, like yo, 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 what's good, yo? What's like, good? What's going on? Like, you're supposed what to be making you these happen. Like, you ain't done nothing. <laughs> Where are you at? Yeah, I don't see no progress. What's I up, am man? waiting at the corner of <laughs> Six and Ferry. I'm going to where are you? Guns is blazing. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I had to take him to the hood. <laughs> 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 I'm out here on the block of six and F on the stoop. Guns blazing. There's Allegedly. Allegedly. 
Hold on, let me go to Philly. You want to go down broad? You want to broad and controversy with this song. Let me tell you something about this song. When we were starting the radio tour with this song, we actually had some uh, uh, stations, they was like, we, we, we gotta revisit it. Mm -hmm. They was like, it's too, um, what was the word? Too risky. The song itself. The song itself, it was too risky, right? Because when you have a gospel station, right, it, yeah. they usually play like traditional gospel, gospel music. Yeah. So for a song for like this to come out, and then the first line is pretty much asking God, "Where you at?" Yeah. <laughs> and, all like, they, and all they play are songs that say God is here with you all, all along, mm -hmm. which He is. But there's there's a process and a method to that, right? Yeah. So a lot of the stations they was like, uh, "Yeah, like, call you, us next week." Yeah, you know. Okay. Um, but I will tell you this, this song has now not only hit every station, it is also on uh, on TV, on those uh, music choice channels. It has hit satellite radio. I mean, it's made headway on the charts with this song. I remember you for this, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 what you were saying when you say like the boldness of it because you know the, the I haven't heard many but the gospel songs that I have heard you know they're they're always praising God you know and even if they are saying like about they're talking about suffering and things like that is I'm, I'm I'm standing on my face you know I'm standing and I'm waiting for you know God to save me and here he is like this is so relatable to everybody you know not just the gospel community because I'm definitely a believer and I do have those moments where I'm just like, bro, like what's what's going on? Like, you know, being a good person is not easy. Yeah. And you know, I'm being tested time and time again. Like, what's going on? Like, you know, I know they say he can't he don't put more on you than you can bear, but he got so much faith in me, honey. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> it's <been a> lot. <laughs> so I definitely feel like it's definitely more relatable to the masses now that I get a full understanding of of the boldness. My goodness. <laughs> he just keeping it all the way real with the big G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with the big G, <laughs> that's big homie. I, I am surrounded by some of the goodest people, y'all. Listen, that's what makes this podcast like so great because I am more like the reserved one, and then you got freaking frackles with you. Freaking frackles. She probably got her tech nine underneath Listen. her chair, and he, he his allegedly, I don't know what you're talking about. I keep the blicky, the blick them <laughs> all times. Um, I'm going to go to comments. Uh, so Kalia commented, she said, that's a real relationship, though. Uh, God, like, where are you at? Yeah, amen. Yeah. Um, and it definitely is. Uh, I don't want to give y'all too much. Um, I'm, I'm going I'm to give y'all the backdrop and the background of this thing um, momentarily as we unpack the lyrics some more. But it definitely is, Kalia, um, a testimony of 
his relationship with God. And I'm just I'm just not right here because I'm giving too much away. Um, go ahead, take it to the next. Make me an example to reflect your power. You are my standard. Prove me I'm yours. Yo. Make me an example to reflect your power. So pretty much saying, um, use me as a means to show that you're there or to show others that you're there type thing. Right? Evangelist? Take just right. <laughs> my brother. Listen, nah, like that was that was yeah. deep though. That was I like see that's why I like the, the, the song the itself. It's very, very deep, it's very open, it's very honest. Um I ain't gonna hold you to my people out there, you know, from the streets. <laughs> when when he when he when he said use me as an example to, to pretty much prove your power, your your uh existence, your well being, you know, like like resonating. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about drugs. Okay. Uh, I'm because because Sometimes when you know what I'm saying, you got you gotta you gotta <laughs> you know you, you gotta, gotta, do you, gotta do. you gotta do what you gotta do, especially with somebody trying to I, I this this is way off topic. When you know what I'm saying sometimes you gotta show people who you are. So they, no like what's that what's that thing? Oh uh uh that, that saying um when someone shows you who they truly are or believe them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Sometimes you have to do that. Yeah in all aspects of life. So when he said that I was just like wow, like that is that is deep as dope. Sometimes you need somebody to actually show you something for you to believe in them or in it. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Sometimes you just can't go off of blindness. You have to actually witness something realistically. And it's yeah. not even like in, 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 a, in a personal aspect, like has to be uh, physical, but it's, it's spiritual, you know, emotionally. Right. You never know because him saying that, hey, like show me something that proves to me that you're there. Five minutes later, you get a phone call. Right, right. You never would have thought you would have got like, oh snap! Like, this is the sign. This, this is what you, you. This is how you're expressing. There's different ways for God to express His existence to you. It doesn't have to always come in the way that you want it to happen, but it's in the way that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. So. And that's why this part right here scared me. Like, make me an example to reflect your power, nah, bro. I'm good. I believe you. You don't got to go. I got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they say, be careful what you ask for. I don't know where he might take me with this. So let me just. <laughs> and when he like, you are my standard, like, that's that's real. Like, you know, like Chris is always talking about our um, ideal ideals of what a healthy relationship are should come from God our ideas of um, what real love is supposed to be and what it's supposed to mean. Like you are the standard of, of my faith and, and what I believe you are capable of. So show me that. I just think, you know, like you said, I really do think he was just way bold with this, like <laughs> more power to him. <laughs> um, yo, shout out Tico Hicks. Yo, that's my boy, Tico, Tico. Hollywood. <laughs> my Holly in the house, my child, oh, my, my Holly in the house. Yo, we go back. Yo, Tico, remember Jaheen? That, that was my, yo, that's a Jaheen days, boy, right there. What's going on? I apologize. <laughs> I apologize to the viewers. Um, we are doing a new format tonight. I did forget to stream 
uh, to my main page, and I just now started my watch party. I am so, so sorry, but you definitely can go back, catch the replay on Facebook Live. You can also catch it on Podbean, Anchor, and Apple uh, Podcasts. So you ain't miss too much. You, you can catch up too easily. Um, Kalia said, amen, Tavon. She said, that's an honor answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, sis, talking to you, Nia, she said, that's an uh, honest answer. So amen. Um, nah, and I'll say this, even as a believer, you know, real talk, I mean, I'm very careful with my words. I'm very careful with the things that I say when it comes to things of that nature, mm-hmm. because there is a level of responsibility and accountability that comes with that. That's exactly what you're saying, I So when you, when you saying to God, make me an example, like, understand what you're saying yeah because you, know you can't pick like, and choose you can't pick and choose like i'm going to do this my way but do this god's way mm-hmm. gonna, you know what i mean it's, it's his way or no way at all yeah. you know um so there is a level of responsibility and accountability that comes with that and um it's, it just goes to show that passion that you was talking about and the position where he was and where he was coming from like it was no like i'm embracing yeah where I am, and I'm embracing the God that you are, prove me I'm yours. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. What's up, Monty? I'm good, man. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, go ahead, Nyan. Go to the next one. Display your glory through me. Lord, you are in control. Ignite my heart. I'm reaching as my cup overflows. Run it back. One more. Display your glory through me. Display. Lord, you are... Yes, Lord, you are in control. Lord, you're in control. Ignite my heart, I'm reaching. Ignite my heart, I'm reaching. As my cup overflows. As my cup overflows. The name of the uh, song is Prove Me. And then in parentheses, I'm yours. Prove me, parentheses, I'm yours. Marvie's Griffin, the song we're talking about. Um, This is from uh, Gospel. Gospel singer Marcus Griffin, who is uh, from Sunday's Best, BT Sunday's Best, and he's uh, still serving on the alumni. Uh, he's an independent touring artist, uh, multiple award, stellar nominee, uh, phenomenal, phenomenal, uh, good friend and good brother, <clears throat> one of my favorite gospel artists. Um, so we're unpacking the lyrics to the song, yours, and we're talking about um, the, the relationship personal relationships um, with God, with people, um, how you connect, how you lean on different people or whatever, um, that, that sense and level of loyalty and trust um, and in this song particularly, he's having a conversation um, about the status, huh? <laughs> the status <laughs> of his relationship with God. Um, you got anything to unpack on this one? Now, just again, it's relatable as my cup overflows, like I'm overwhelmed, I'm reaching, help me, please. Yeah, yeah, so he, he's saying, like, literally, I'm pouring my heart out, like, I'm mm-hmm. overwhelmed. Like, y'all ever been stressed to the max, like, some people, you know, some people, just be transparent, some people, they, they just be like, I just need a drink. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I take the edge off. Some people be like, I, I, 
the spark went up. Either, yeah. Some people go and smoke a cigarette some, back a mile. Some, some people do a line. Out. You know, some people <laughs> snore. Um, you know, some people cry. You know, some people go and do something uh, very weird. Well, drugs is reckless, but like some vices. people like, you know, I know, I know people, you know, from working in the mental health field, I know people that they get violent. Mm-hmm. They, they don't have to go and destruct something. Like they mm-hmm. go and tear up stuff yeah. or beat people up. Like, just, as a you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They, they need to just work through that, that frustration, that anger, and, and they don't know a healthy way or, or can't find a healthy outlet. So that, that's the direction that they're going. And what Maurice Griffin is saying in the song to God is, I don't want to do any of that. Mm-hmm. I, I need you to talk to me and tell me what I need to do to get to where you want and need me to be. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm pouring out my heart to you. I'm giving my heart to you. I'm overwhelmed. I can't take anything else. And, and like you said, Naya, earlier, you know, because growing up in the church, we always hear God will never put more on you than you can bear, and he won't. But I think I think we need to not but. Let me, let me change the word, not but. God won't put more on you than you can bear. He will give you what you are capable of oh, having. Yeah, exactly. Because right, he knows you better than you know yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when people say that they're stressed out, you're you're able to tackle these things. You can right. handle these things. And, and the problem so, is, what what stress is and what it does, you're trying to handle, mm-hmm. as opposed to utilizing. Watch this. <laughs> Instead of utilizing the resources that God gives to yeah, us yep. to resolve yeah. the issue. We sit okay. and we stress about it. Mm-hmm. And that's when we start getting frustrated and then we want to try and challenge God and challenge life and the people around us and start saying things like, oh, well, I'm stressed. God won't put more on me than I can bear, but he put too much on me. Yeah. And then we go down this rabbit hole. And when we're going through that process, understand all that negativity that you are professing and confessing, mm-hmm. you only are adding more negative energy to your atmosphere. Yeah. So instead of us taking a step back, inhaling, exhaling, and taking it to the Father in prayer and allowing God to show us, because a lot of times we forget what's around us. There's so much going on in the world, we forget how to appreciate the small things. Mm -hmm. And I I will say this from from experience, from being in jail, from being... uh, overseas deployed in the desert let me tell you something ain't no place like home true there is no place like being able to have your freedom there's no place like being able to to walk on gravel or concrete or the black top and not desert sand grass is a beautiful i complain about cutting the grass but let me tell you something i'd rather be in the grass than in the sand Mm. I, yeah. i'd rather i'd rather be looking at trees and bushes instead of cactuses i'm just you understand so we have to learn how to appreciate the things that that we have in our grasp and how to apply those things to our everyday life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not, and, and I mean, that's just life, period, right? You don't realize a thing until it's gone. Yeah. Until you miss it. You know what I'm saying? Until you, you encounter the loss of it, then it's like, oh, 
you know what? He was a good friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I did need that, that whatever that I threw in the trash. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and it'd be like that all the time. Or when you can't find something right away, so out of aggravation, you just go and buy the same thing. Oh, and then yeah. you get home, it just, it just pops it's up. Right there. Yeah. Like, this is where it was the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole time. Right in your view. You walk right past it 10 times. You know? Um, so uh, let me shout out a few people. Uh, some people out on your, on your, uh, your watch party, too. Um, I see the mailman is on here, Bishop Albert Morgan. We appreciate your support, sir. Um, he has had uh, uh, this great artist that we're talking about on tonight um, to his congregation um, and he's helped with putting him on some TV and things like that. So we appreciate your uh, support, sir. Your great uh, patronage. Uh, Dr. Mara Bryant Ivory, bless you. Love you. Appreciate you. Uh, Cindy Greer, we appreciate you. Sherry, uh, Deborah Chu James. Uh, Monty, I already shouted you out. <laughs> uh, we appreciate all of our viewers. Um, for those who just tuned in, we do thank you for your support. Tonight, we are talking about uh, gospel recording artist Maurice Griffin, and we're unpacking the lyrics of the song title, Prove Me I'm Yours. All right, now I take us to the next. All right, last part. The closer I come, the better I feel. Prove me I'm yours. The closer I come, the better I feel. Prove me I'm yours. So let me, let me, um, right. So on the show, we, we unpack all genres of music. Um, the co-host, my great co-host, uh, Tate Just Right. Yes, and the great Naya Legend. Um, and then, and then myself, of course, we all have different backgrounds in music. And we all have different uh, backgrounds in all different genres of music. Um, so what we do is we unpack these songs and we correlate these, these lyrics to everyday life. So we, we break it down to a point where all genres and all diversities of people um, have an understanding of what the song is, right? So give me the, give me the words one more time, please. The last part. The, the last part. Yes. The closer I come, the better I feel. Prove me I'm yours. Closer I come, the better I feel. Prove me I'm here. So let's talk. Let's talk relationships because this is what it's about, right? It's about his relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's break it down to uh, maybe the non-believer or somebody who can't directly relate or have an understanding of where he's coming from as an artist. Let's talk relationships, right? Friendships, personal relationships, um, your significant others. Um, imagine being in a place. Everything's going wrong. Mm-hmm. The only person you can depend on, the only person you can talk to, the only outlet you have, the only person you want attention from, advice, encouragement, uh, consolement, all that thing, all that mm-hmm. is your significant other. Yes. And all right, <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot one of my co-hosts. <laughs> but imagine, right? You go into that person and you're telling them and, and when you draw and and man, I'm trying, I'm trying, trying to stay <laughs> middle and not and not get 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 deep on y'all. Ugh, this is hard. Um, but the Bible says Talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> the Bible says. Uh, draw to me and I'll draw to you. Right? Mm-hmm. And God says this to us as believers, 
right? And to the non-believers. God says this to, to the people that we have created. If you draw to me, I'll draw to you, right? Mm. And that's what he's saying in this song. So to make it more personable and understanding, right, for, for others, you're drawing to someone. And when you draw to them, they draw to you. And then because of the drawing and the mutual understanding and agreement, there comes clarity. Yeah. So now you understand my hurt, you understand my stress, you understand my frustration, and watch this, just in, a, in, a, in, a, in an embrace from you, mm-hmm. my world completely better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what he said. This is what he's saying to God. As I get closer to you, I feel better. Mm-hmm. You didn't even have to do anything. You didn't even have to say anything. It, it is something emotional. Because for me, right, I can tap into this from a gospel standpoint. I can tap into this from an R&B standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Because for me, it's like this. When I get connected with somebody, right? Because of the connection, right? That and, and, and it's not this, it's it the connection for me is what produces an attraction. Mm-hmm. I'm about to teach y'all something. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. people get connected to people by attraction. I become attracted by the connection. Mm-hmm. So because of the connection, now I we already have an understanding. So because we have an understanding, it doesn't take for me to say anything at all. Mm-hmm. You already know why I'm upset. Okay. You understand? So let me talk from a parental standpoint. Your children see the trash overflow. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the house keeps walking by the trash overflowing. The moment the parent starts to raise their voice, before they get to the point of why, mm-hmm. stuff starts getting done. Yeah. Sometimes I mean, people just need to be taught. I think that's what it is. As human beings, like we respond differently when you need to be told yeah you know what i'm saying yeah and that it shouldn't be like that like that right. is weird so and, and that's yo bro and that's exactly what he's saying like i don't i don't have to even say anything god i don't even need you to do anything just the fact that i know that you're here mm-hmm. it's already better because why i'm not walking alone mm-hmm. i don't have to face this alone I don't have to deal with this alone. I don't have to carry this burden alone. I got help. I got somebody who's going to encourage me. I got somebody who's going to show me. I got somebody who's going to teach me. I got somebody who's going to hold my hand. I got somebody who's going to tell me it's okay. You're going to make it. It's all right. Like it makes a different emotion and, and, and it makes a different mindset come to you when you're facing adversity. Mm-hmm. Because let me talk straight. I'm going to the fight. I know I'm coming to fight you. Mm-hmm. I'm good because I know what I'm about to do. I'm about to handle mine. Mm-hmm. But when but I'm coming to you. Would have been different if you came on my block. Yeah. But I'm coming to your block. Yeah. So I'm walking into unknown territory. The enemy territory at that. So I don't know what's to I don't know what's to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I got my squad with me. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about what's to come. Somebody better have a gun. I'm focused on what I'm about to do to handle mine. Yeah. And 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 to know that, right? To switch back to the song, to to know that for for him, and and 
any person going through something to know that God is going to not just be with you. Watch this, because he's omnipresent. He's not just going to be with you, but he's also going to meet you on the other end. Mm -hmm. It brings a level of peace that allows you to go through everything with a level of boldness and confidence that says, I'm a winner. I'm victorious. I'm mm -hmm. coming out of this on time. Yeah. I'm coming out of this on time. You know, um, let me let me let me go a little deeper. Bills are stacking up. Mm. <laughs> There's more money going out than coming in. Mm -hmm. Talk about it. Off notice in the mailbox. Mm -hmm. There has been times I wouldn't even go to the mailbox. <laughs> I, just to avoid having to face the anxiety. I'm being transparent. I'm not telling you, I'm about to help somebody. Just to avoid that anxiety of having to go through that emotion because I don't know. I know for me because sometimes there, there is, my shutdown game is real. Oh. Sometimes I just go in my room, <laughs> I close the door, I roll into a ball, I wrap up in the blanket and the poop. Don't bother me. And I, I'm just, I'm, I, I just got to, I got to process. Mm -hmm. I got to think through this thing. I got to pray through this thing. I got to cry it out. I got to, and then once I'm done, I get up and I'm like, yo, what's up? What's good? Yeah. The lights is off, no problem. I'm back on tomorrow. Candles. I got about 30 some candles on the way to burn them. Listen, I listen, whoever needs help with some creativity, I can tip. Listen, you think you can make peanut butter and jelly only one way. I will change your mind. I'm trying to tell you. Trying to tell you. And it tastes different every time. And I'm not talking about using different jellies. Neither. Listen. Now, if you got money and get creative, imagine you can get some Nutella. You can. Listen. Nutella. Listen. Whoa. I'm just saying. I'm trying to tell you. It's like rich. It's like white people. Listen. Hey. It's like white people chocolate. But there comes a there comes a point to where you like you know what it's cool yeah I got this you know what it looks like this but my faith says it's gonna be like this mm -hmm. and 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 I'm I'm gonna say and I say that and I'm gonna say it this way because to the unbeliever it does not necessarily um, have to be something so deep and so spiritual. Right? The reality of it is, is this. When you know you have somebody in your corner, mm -hmm. you feel completely different. Yeah, of course. Like, God is always in your corner. Mm -hmm. He will never leave you nor forsake you. That, that, that is who he is. He is the great I am. He is the almighty. He is omnipotent. He is omnipresent. This, this is what he does. So when you're facing adversity, it allows you to go into the battle with a level of confidence and with a mindset of victory that I've already won. Mm -hmm. And the awesome thing about this song is he, the way Maurice unpacked this thing, he took us through his story. Yeah. He took us through his testimony. I'm going to give you all just a little bit of it. I, I, it's 802. I hope that the plane is landing and he gets on here uh, shortly. Now, I'm going to pre-warn y'all because the man is crazy. He got energy out of this world. He's going to get on there and be all hype and probably ship the whole show. But he was literally, and, and, and this, this, this is what happens, and it happens a lot. It happens to a lot of people in life. But um, everything was going great. Mm -hmm. Everything was going fine. Everything was normal. 
He was getting up. He was going to work every day. He was doing commercials. He was on this. He was doing that. He's on tour. Yeah. Right? He living his life as an artist. He was on tour. Out of nowhere, he gets sick. Gets sick. Maybe it was something I ate. You know, stomach yeah. started messing up. Maybe, maybe it was something I ate. You know, um, and and then there was a change. He, he I mean, I'm telling his story. He can tell it way better than I can because it's his story. But there was a, a, a release of energy that left his body. Yeah. Instantly, he became hospitalized. Maurice, if if for those who know Maurice. And has known him and seen him, Maurice. Y'all, he's shorter than me. <laughs> hey, <laughs> ah! Maurice shots. is a little guy. He's shorter than me. Um, he's little. He's a little dude. shots at Nah, he's a little dude, right? This man loses weight drastically. Mm-hmm. He's in the hospital. He got all different kind of infectious disease, doctors and surgeons and this, and they constantly just, listen, y'all ever been in the hospital, don't know what's wrong with you, and they constantly come in there, draw the more, if y'all take enough, I'm, listen, I've been Blessed, if y'all take any more blood out of me, I need every ounce of blood that I got, if you take any more out of me, I'm going to die. That's how you know you've been there long enough when they keep the, uh, the jaw in you. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. Like no, when you know the schedule, when you wake up in time, as soon as the nurse comes yeah. in, you're like, here. <laughs> okay. Now, you know you've been in there for a long time when you got to get the uh, the joint and and they got like the three different. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just so they don't have to keep sticking you right. with the needle. Right. They just they just put it in there and be like, all right, cool. We'll just open the valve when it's time for us to draw blood. Like, yo, I've been in here this long. Yeah. So he's literally laying in the hospital. Um, and 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 it's it's amazing and it's crazy how he tells the testimony because I remember calling him and talking to him while he was going through. If you know Maurice, Maurice, he's just always happy, he's just always loving. So he was just like, "Oh yeah, I'm good." While he was in the hospital, he's dying. And he didn't tell me everything until the testimony. Yeah. Like literally, I called him. I called him, I'll never forget it. I pulled up in front of Big Fellas Church in Glassboro. I called him to talk the tour schedule. Mm-hmm. It's his business as usual. Yeah. He didn't tell me nothing. I'm, I'm just real sick. I'm down for a little bit, but I'm good here. You know. <laughs> keep scheduling, keep booking, keep promoting, keep, you know, I'm doing my job. Yeah. I'm doing what I do. I call him. I'm like, yo, you know, listen, we, we're going to book this one here. You got to fly from here to here. You got to this, that, that. And then uh, and he just, yeah, I'm like, bro, what's up? What's mm-hmm. up, right? Mm-hmm. So what's going on? He's a Christian. He said, I'm alive. He said, what the hell I'm talking to? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, I was looking this. I just raised this from my head. Like, what, what are you talking about? Why would I talk to you? He said, no. This is your lie. <laughs> you don't know how I get. So you lie. I'm angry. <laughs> so you lie to me. <laughs> what do you mean? They didn't know what was wrong with me. And he had reached a point to where he was so tired of suffering. He was tired of people having to, and, and let me talk from a man's point. It is, it is something 
it, not even just a man, but as a man, but, but as an adult, it is something to have to lay in the bed and depend on somebody to come and lift you, turn you, mm. take you to the bathroom. Yeah, it feels very demeaning. That, 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 what that does like to you mentally and emotionally, mm-hmm. he had to endure all of that. Yeah. And he was to the point where he was dumb. Mm-hmm. He wanted God to pick. He, he, he was, and I'm telling you, he said it. He said it just like this. He said, "Okay, maybe my time is up. I didn't reach every goal that I wanted to reach. Mm-hmm. I didn't see every stage that I wanted to see. But maybe this is my time." Mm-hmm. And he was, he was giving up. He was like mentally checked out. He was done. I mean, he went from you know being a good, stocky, healthy, about one seventy pounds. Down to like Jesus. When he got out of that hospital, he had to go and stay with his parents. He had to go through rehab. He had to literally climb. And this is I, mean, I remember him just breaking it all down. This is how he showed me. He had to climb up his mom's steps. He had no no strength mm-hmm. to lift himself, to walk, nothing. But what happened in the hospital was it took for him to see his mother. To walk out of his room and sit down and cry his tears, mm. and for her to pray to God and tell God not to take him son. Mm. And from that point, he then shares and, and says how he then made up in his mind the prayer that he submitted to God. And he then told God, God, if you don't do it for me, do it for my mom. Could you imagine? Could you imagine being in, and this is what I'm talking about, this song, how it has that balance of boldness and despair. Yeah. He's literally on his deathbed, but still challenging God. <laughs> I'm dying, where you at? He's yo, what's up? You got I'm I'm sick as a dog. Left you like eight voicemails. I'm I'm doing the work of the Lord. I'm traveling, I'm singing, I'm touring. But I'm in here sick, and the nurse got to come in here and wipe my boo-boo. Look, we, we got to fix this. And that's where he was when he wrote this song. That's where that title of the from, Prove Me Under Us. That's what it's all about, is, is his relationship with God. If this, if this is my test, I need you to turn it into the testimony. Bring me out on the other side. And this is what he said to God. And, and God touched him and healed him. And now this song has nationally hit the charts, nationally opened doors, opened windows for him. And what I love about Maurice, because in the industry, right, in the music industry in general, in life, how many of us know people who made it and they forgot where they came from? Oh, tons. How, how many of us know people who don't give God credit for the things that he has done. And mm-hmm. they just try to make it seem like they did it all on their own. They ain't had no help on the way. Um, you know. I wouldn't say not give God credit. I would just say people just make it seem like they was just solo the whole entire time. Right. They ain't give God his credit. Okay, let's talk street credit. Just, and people. Like, so true. You, you move weight. Yeah. Right? And, and you I, bring I, in a good payment. Mm-hmm. And they be like, yeah, and I, I here I am, yo, I just did this job, 
I got it done. Mm-hmm. We about to live. Yeah. We about to live our best life. We about to turn up. We finna do it all. Mm-hmm. You like, uh, what? <laughs> you feel me? Like, who introduced you to the plug? It, it, you who came up with the plans? Right. Who had the who had the getaway car? Right. So people. So right. Who, who, so who, who went across the border? People. People right. forget. Yeah. You know that people helped them along the way, and and the awesome thing about Maurice is everywhere he goes, every every performance, whether it be live, recorded, whatever, he tells his testimony. Yeah. He shares his story. He let people know, like, this is not just a song. This is not just another check. This is not just another performance. No, this is this my is life. Yes, this is my testimony. This is this is what I experienced. This is who I am. This is where I came from. Mm-hmm. This is what produced. Let me tell you something. Because even as I'm about to push, this game game right as, as, as a writer, as a producer, right? As a creator, it, it is it is something to not tell people all the time because you in the industry, right? Um, now I'm about to pluck one of your nerves. <laughs> <laughs> How about that game that game show idea that you had and they sold? Uh, huh? huh? But you know what? You know what? Since you brought it up, just real quick, you know I love Insecure with Issa Rae. Love Issa Rae. Yeah. Um, but you know how she has the shows within the show and how yeah. they got them looking for Latoya. I'd be like, bruh, that <laughs> I want a show where I get to produce my own commercials while the show is airing. Right, right, right. Listen, all my brilliant ideas that I never see through, but go on. <laughs> yeah, so right, so you can I know you can relate, and I, I'm gonna pick on you some more. So imagine, right, you being a songwriter or something, you write, you write song for an artist they pay you three thousand dollars for it and then they release this song and they buying mansion cars collecting royalties they they touring lavish rad and it's this like and it's like oh i'm the reason why you're there. Life yeah off of this one song yeah that you paid me three thousand dollars for. Yeah, I think that goes back to the person though, who actually sold the song because technically, if you if you want to be if you want to be a ghostwriter, you, it, you have to be a ghostwriter, right? You know, so if you're okay with being a ghostwriter, you have to be okay with whatever price of that song that they're correct they're gonna give you. Correct. However, um, come the yeah. industry has changed, right? Because you have writing now, credits now. No, 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 yeah. no, no. no. That's only if it's negotiated in the contract in advance. That's what you need to do. Then. And you get, yeah, but if they come to you and they tell you, I'm telling you, this is how the contracts come. They want all rights. They want all acknowledgement. You're non-existent. They pay you to stay quiet. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's not even, ghostwriters before used to even get credit. Like like some artists would even say like, um, shout out to my writers. Mm-hmm. Something like that. They wouldn't say a name, but they would at least like give you like, oh, acknowledgement. Thank you. You yeah, know, like, you. oh, okay. Like he didn't say my name, but I know I did it. And he said, you know, to my writer, so I I feel a little gratitude. Mm-hmm. Now you're just non-existent. Like, it, and that's how it is now. It, it's, yeah. I did this. Yeah, it's my song. 
It's like, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like, um, how can I say? It's like, all right, cool. Um, if, 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 but it's a double edged sword when it comes to that. Um, if you want to be a ghostwriter, you have to be a ghostwriter, regardless. Like, you have to understand the terminology of that word. You, you're non existent. You, you wrote the song, you sold the song. So you're non existent now. So now you can't take any credit for said song unless you have writing credibility on the song when it's when it's uh, like an actual project. Like, cause there's plenty, plenty, plenty of artists who write for Beyonce, Rihanna, right. and they're credited. Um, even Drake, Drake, Future, Chris Brown, they Trey songs. They have what is it called? Like uh, executive produced. Right, but those are but those are underwriters who are. Oh, how can I say this creatively? They are established underwriters in the industry that are under them. Mm -hmm. So that's their hub, that's their network, that's their team. So when they go outside of that network, though, you don't get credit. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. I was listening to. um, Never mind. Because I was just talking to a mainstream artist this morning, and uh, yeah. Oh, he's about to expose somebody's uh, life. It's, so, Naya, how, how did, when you came up, um, when you came up with uh, the, the game idea and then uh-huh. saw it on TV, uh-huh. I, I remember the text and listen, she was snapping and I was part of the process <laughs> the whole time. So she sent me an original email. Remember when I wrote, I knew I got the thing, I got the proof. She was having it. Yeah. I'm like, I know, I, I know it, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was nothing I could say, you know? Um, how, how did you feel with that, Marisa? I, I think that, you know, nobody can see your vision the way you see it. Yeah. So even though, you know, it's great that the idea came to fruition, you know, um, it, it, my idea was so much better. Like, like what I wanted to do with it, where I wanted it to go, even the title that I came up with was better. The concept was better. Like everything, I don't know, maybe I'm biased, but, ju- and honestly, I don't feel like I'm biased because the show didn't last as long as it would have if I would have. <laughs> my, my point is, is that it's like, I'll even use the writer credit as an example. Like when you sell a song and the artist starts making millions of dollars, do you know how many times like writers drop the song to different artists and then the one who blows up with it, it's like you're super happy that your words are getting life, but there's other artists who have done a better job. Like that is so crushing to the writer, you know? Like it's like I, I really wanted you to fill my words and this artist can't really deliver it that way, but they got the bag. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just how it how it happens sometimes. It's just like a something you have to adjust and adapt to because it'll eat you alive if you don't let it go. <laughs> how how could you change that though? What well, would you do, what would you do differently now? I mean I I know what I I'll tell you what I should do, which I'm not going to, but I have to <laughs> work for. 
I have to network more. I have to like talk to the people who have these connections and things like that. And I'm just not, believe it or not, even though I'm on this platform, I'm not really a talker. <laughs> I don't really like communicate well <laughs> with people. So marketing is not my area. Like I don't network, I don't burger, I don't do none of that stuff. But that's what needs to be done in order for these great ideas that I come up with all the time to be seen and, and really come into fruition. So you know, the Lord's not through with me yet. Maybe one day I'll get it together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll, I'll tell you one thing uh, that's dope about my sis, because uh, she doesn't really like to do the whole networking and talking thing. I, I'll never forget. Um, I'll never forget when we went to uh, where was we at? Dang, um, where was we at? Uh, yeah, the Rico Love Conference. Yeah, what were we talking about? He was in Minneapolis. Where was Indianapolis? Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I couldn't remember because we was. Never pronounced that word. Minneapolis. But we was. Yeah, we were in Milwaukee. I just had Minneapolis on the brain. We was in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. No, you're terrible. No, I'm not he agreeing with you too when you said it. <laughs> you don't even know. We always know yeah. where. We, we went to Chicago. We was just everywhere. Um, Milwaukee. Yeah. In Milwaukee. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing. Nothing. Uh, that's where Rico Love is originally from. Okay. So he goes back to his hometown. Right, he, yeah. he goes back to his hometown, um, hosts the music conference there. So we there and um, we there to, to network and meet with uh, new artists and stuff. Mm -hmm. This lady is working the room for me. She like, like I didn't even have time to even talk to people. She was like, talk to this one over here, talk to that one over here. People, this artist over here, now listen to her. People walking up to me, putting their headphones to my ear. <laughs> she was on it, working it, and uh, it, it was it was an awesome awesome experience. Um, Crazy. Uh, that that was that was a good. Oh, that was a good, that was a good um, experience, and I think that definitely helped you come out of your uh, comfort zone. Just yeah. to say, just, just to say, I was super uncomfortable. Like, why is all these people talking to me? Please. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I, Maurice is, um, he is landed. He's texting me. I'm waiting for him to be connected. Um, to bring him on to the line, he's having some uh, technical difficulties right now. Um, so I'm trying to see what's happening so we can bring him in and uh, let him talk uh, for our last uh, half hour, about 40 minutes left. Okay. Um, but I encourage everybody who is uh, doing the show tonight, because I always do. Every song that we do. The awesome thing about music is you can always uh, find a way to relate if you take the time to really break the lyrics down. That's that's what this show is all about: is taking those lyrics and correlating it to everyday life. Because with music, you know, a lot of people they, they get attracted to, to different things for different reasons. Some people listen to it just for the beat. Some people listen to it because the flow is good. Some people listen to it because of the, um, the lyrical content. So um, uh, 
we encourage you to definitely listen to the song. We are yours, Marvis Griffin's is available on all media outlets. And then also go back and, and listen to our previous shows. Subscribe to us. We are on our podcast. Shout out to our uh, sponsors. Uh, yo, let me let me do these plugs real quick. Um, shout out to uh, uh, my my new venture with the uh, whole creations. As you see, Naya is wearing uh, my my blue music hat. <laughs> that's a uh, that's an original. That's a custom design. Um, I've had it for years and never did anything more with it. And I had it in a black cap, and now we have recreated it. Uh, lift up the brim a little bit, show the music notes underneath, and uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I can see a little bit. And uh, we had it. Uh, shout out to my boy Douglas Charles. I am wearing the Singers Connected shirt, where um, he is from. Uh, Connecticut, um, and what we do is uh, partner with um, singers uh, worldwide throughout the different states. Um, so that way, we have different um, national artists touring uh, wherever they are going and sitting there. We can provide background singers to them. Um, so yeah, so just just plug in. Uh, even the hat that I'm wearing, uh, my worship is my weapon. It's also another product. So uh, hit me up for um, any customized apparel. This we do it all: hats, shirts, mugs, uh, coasters, all kinds of stuff. Um, I am texting my reach y'all. I apologize. Excuse me. We might just have to just call it. So uh, shout out to um, our viewers on tonight. We again we appreciate you all. Um, let's see here. Go back and read some of these comments. Uh, Kalia again. Listen, we, we want to hear from the audience. So uh, you all, please feel free to chime in, uh, comment. You can definitely call in. You can reach us on the studio line at 856-323-8572. That's 856-323-8572. Uh, Kalias has said um, that she is victorious. Yes, you are. Looking at from a place of victory. Amen. Knowing God is with you. Amen. She said, we all need help. We weren't created to do this thing called life alone. That is a fact. Um, God, God is with us and shall forever be with us. And we're thankful to the Almighty for being with us. Uh, I, I see we got some new shop. Hey, Joe, 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 well. Joe, Joe, Joe Willa. That's my coworker. So, <laughs> that's how I greet her at work. <laughs> I really do. Uh, it gets crazy there sometimes. Shout out to my battle, Eduardo Molino. Good to see you, Lorenzo Henderson. Um, ah, my, one of my mentors from when I was a uh, juvenile boy. Garfield Bryce Senior, appreciate you, Doc. Uh, you've done a good work mentoring me. I've, I've grown up to become something. Maybe not the greatest, but no, I, 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 I appreciate you. That man has definitely poured into me um, and has encouraged me a lot. So I appreciate you. Um, I was think I'm going to call Maurice, uh, so we're going to hold up this, this, this process anymore. He's struggling. I can imagine he's probably going to that, uh, the airport. 
He, he uh again he's traveling um so we're thankful for him uh he was already supposed to be situated when flights got changed airlines still having flight changes and stuff and they, they barely flying with covid <laughs> well and, and not only that but a friend of mine was just traveling the other day um from florida to up north uh to Philly, and they were like, all of the uh, flights to Panama City were canceled. I said, Lord, let me hurry up and get the heck out of here. <laughs> About to be stranded on the island. For real, I don't know what they got going on. <laughs> That's crazy. Do we have a couple minutes I could talk about if I had a dad? Yeah, go ahead. Fuck it. Shoot it. Do what you do. So with any, with any books that I am involved with, um, editing, publishing, I always want to spark dialogue. And with this book, I'm really hoping that parents will have those conversations with their children um, because with any situation, every child reacts differently. And um, I think that that's something that's highlighted in the book, you know, between the two, my two boys, you know, they have different um, reactions to the situation, different feelings, um, and they have a, a different range of feelings for, for this one incident, for this one situation. So. Um, I think that that's important for parents to be aware of. Even myself, you know, like we have these conversations with our children and we don't really know what they're taking from the conversation. Like I always assume, and this is something that I have to work on, that they got it, like that they understand what I'm saying. They, we, we've come to some kind of resolution or we've come to some kind of understanding and that's not always the case. So even with me reading the book, I'm just like, you know, I'll ask them like, oh, well, you know, I understand you feel this way, but do you want to talk about it? Because that's not like entirely accurate, you know, and um, sometimes they want to have those conversations and sometimes they don't. And so um, it's important that we tap in and, and tune into how our children are feeling and how they're adjusting and adapting, because a lot of times we just don't know what they're feeling and what they're thinking and how they're um, processing a situation. And we can't put a time limit on trauma. You know, like we don't know how long it's going to take for someone to overcome and all these different things. Um, we don't know each other's processes. So you ready? Yeah. Okay. Um, so so for those who, who tuned in a little late, just to bring you up to speed, um, Father's Day is tomorrow. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. And Eminem uh, Productions has produced another book, uh, Naya Legend. Uh, the great author and publisher. Her sons, ages 13 and 8, have produced a book together titled If I Had a Dad. Um, so that's the book that she's referring to. It will be available on uh, media outlets and the promo is coming up tomorrow, so look out for that. But on the line, we have the great uh, the great worshiper, BET Sunday's best multiple award nominee, stellar nominee, Maurice Griffin on the line. What's up, bro? What's up, man? Listen, we we just we went through and uh, unpacked the song "Prove Me I'm Yours." Wow. Uh, you definitely gotta go back. I tried to do you some justice, man. I tried to talk talk it as best as I could. Um, I appreciate 
Girl, you out here turning heathens to believers. What what you say? He out here turning heathens to believers. Amen. And I said you out here turning heathens into believers. Listen, you got me breaking down the song. And I felt that on a passionate level. Yeah, that's it. He said that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, so listen, before we jump back into the song real quick, um, I know you're traveling, you're touring. Let's talk about June 30th real quick. Okay, June 30th. I'm doing I did that, but I didn't think I had what it took. 
Listen, y'all heard it right there. That was Maurice Griffin um, calling in while he's traveling on tour. Um, listen, he dropped some good good gems there. He, he definitely um, he, he definitely hit some good pointers. Um, I don't know. He, he covered it all. Yo, listen. You, you know it's crazy because I didn't want to cut him off when he was um, when he said uh, that that he, he was that second that for a while too. It yeah. was like make me your example. Yeah. But his interpretation of that was completely I, I, different than I, I, us, and that made me think <laughs> about something else. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's that's a really dope interpretation I have because right. it's like make me an example, but also let me be that example." I right. was like, "Whoa!" Like I didn't even think about that when we was dissecting yeah. in the first place. I was like, oh, "That's dope." So that's what it's always great to actually have the artist too to dissect it and and because you know we're all different individuals and we're all going to have our own uh ideals on or interpretations on things but right, right. for him to actually flip it and 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 change it and, and show us a different alternative to what he was saying is that was dope even though you off the phone, you still took control of the rule. Yeah, yeah. I think both interpretations are equally scary for me. Um, you know, asking God to make you an example is scary because I don't know where he's going to take it. And then telling him that I'm going to be the example is just as scary because that's putting a lot of pressure on me. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I could be the example you want me to be, you know? <laughs> yeah. Listen, um, again, to those who, because I still see people still jumping in, um, y'all a little late. <laughs> Seven o'clock. <laughs> and we in by nine. Um, but listen, you can catch the replay. Uh, on Facebook Live, you can also catch it on uh, if you subscribe to us, uh, bringing lyrics to life on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Podbean and Anchor. Um, other media outlets coming to you soon. Thanks to our sponsors on Anchor, we talk for uh, carrying us to the next level. Uh, tonight we unpack the lyrics of the song "Prove Me I'm Yours" by Maurice Griffin, um, and I'm glad some of you all did. Y'all got in right on time because. Um, we're trying to get him connected, get him on the line. Um, and he was able to just call in just for a short while. Um, and in that time, he has dropped some jewels. I mean, some some powerful, dynamic words of encouragement and influences. So um, if you if you missed it, if you need to recap, uh, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Podbean, Facebook Live, people need to go back and listen to it again. I mean, I just want to spotlight the fact that him as an independent artist. Say it again. Say it again. Him as an independent artist. In, in, say it again. Independent. I'm independent. Independent. said it wrong. Him as an independent artist. The fact that he has created a platform for other artists, established mainstream artists. Mm-hmm. To still be able to stream music and to collect royalties, mm-hmm. even in this time, speaks volume to the character. Yeah, I was thinking the same who thing. He really is, um, because it's not just it's it's not a it's not just money for him. Yeah, this it's passion. This is, it's, it's, this it's is his livelihood. 
you know you're talking to me, right? <laughs> you know, but music is my life. I love music. It, it is it is my outlet. It is my ministry. It talks to me. I talk to it. Listen, we in a relationship. We have conversation. <laughs> <laughs> music is definitely um, it, it, it's it's my heartbeat. It really is, and um, you know, just salutes and honor to you, man, Maurice. I, I love y'all. I'm telling you. That's my that's my dude. Mm -hmm. you know, I've never uh, in the gospel <laughs> in the gospel industry. I do have a favorite R and B artist that I love to know. Um, but in the gospel industry, uh, he is the best uh, artist I've ever worked with. And Maurice and I, I mean, we have been together for about twelve, thirteen years. Mm. He has literally That's watched my children grow up. Like, literally. I mean, he's, he knows their birthdays. We celebrate his birthday. Like, he's family. Mm -hmm. he, we've been together for, like, literally, I think, yeah, 15 years. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And it really does, because it's like, yo, every time I see this guy, every time I get an email, uh, you know, vote, vote for him for this, or he got nominated for another stellar, and I'm just like, I remember this little Mitchell <laughs> walking up so and taking the mic. You know, the people are cracking me and my ass. <laughs> <laughs> finally got the mic smaller than me. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Maurice, Maurice got that George Jefferson ball. He just, he, 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 and it's crazy because when we get on the phone and we talk, we always go down memory lane. Like yeah. we really do. Like we be like, yo, remember that time when and it's always we always go back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like to watch and see somebody just grow. Yeah. And still remain passionate about this thing still making waves in the industry i mean even this song i mean we were <laughs> i remember when we first started putting the tour together um i mean we we hit the ground running mm -hmm. like there was it was like mostly years ago like no like this song got to go hard mm -hmm. and i mean we were watching the charts like by the minute constant changes yeah so i'm on i'm on sites i'm literally set up like this i would have the mac the phone the ipad i'm on some he on some we're like i'm number 10 on this chart you number nine on this one it, it, like and we just going back and forth and it hit refresh now i'm number eight on this one <laughs> and it was like <laughs> and we would do this all day every day just you know constantly just keeping track to make sure that we stayed in that because our initial goal was to be in the top 20. yeah so after we got in the top 20, we was like, all right, we got to go harder. Mm -hmm. Top 10 the Top 10. And to stay in that top 10, mm -hmm. let me tell you something. In the industry mainstream, to stay in the top 10 for over a week, that's, that's God. Because music gets put oh out. My, like, listen, and, and I'm telling you, because the, peop and the people that he would, Kirk Franklin put out a song during mm -hmm. that time, um, I forget the, the, the girl's name. She was on Sunday's Best, too. Uh, little skinny girl with the glasses and the braces. I mean, she... She could, she can love. Uh, she released her song at the same time, and she had mainstream people producing for her. Yeah. And you got this independent guy 
doing his own music, writing his own stuff, mm-hmm. doing it off of his own budget. I mean, and then competing with those competing same individuals with in the that same top ten. Individuals, yeah, that's dope. Stay that's dope. In that top ten, and I'm not talking about for the week. He stayed in it for months. Oh shit! I mean, he <laughs> 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 can't help himself, y'all. <laughs> I did a good job with the Christmas podcast. Amen. You did. Um, change is coming. Change is coming. Yeah, listen. Amen. Let's give it up for take just right because tonight, my brother, it really, it really opened up and tapped in. And I'm not a gospel dude. And he's not a gospel dude. The ring. I won't be. Change is coming. It's just the two. She's not a gospel person. <laughs> we're, both, we're both heathen. Listen, and, and I think what we should start doing is um uh. Uh, take take on the approach uh, of Kalia Walters from K West and uh, pull her production team in and have them start recording yeah. our pre production meetings because y'all our pre production meeting Yo, for we, tonight's we podcast ratchet. was crazy. Okay, <laughs> they was wild. they was like, uh, uh I'm not with we it. We need another <laughs> meeting because <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this song about? Okay, really well, you guys. I'm so I'm so <laughs> glad it went <was> well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. It was, it was, I, I, it I was great. And look, and look at see, look yeah. how the Lord works in mysterious ways. Look at how, look at how this came together and produced another phenomenal off. Can we give it up for episode four? Oh man, yeah, four episodes yeah, in, bro. Like, literally one episode month. Episode four, in. one, a not one even a whole in. month, and we already mainstreaming on listen. on. Listen, huh? It's big. It's like, hey, you going up? From here, yeah, you know, that's only way to do it. Listen, we appreciate y'all. We appreciate our viewers. We appreciate our supporters. Make sure y'all please, please, please go to Apple Podcasts for you, a uh, great iPhone Apple users. If you if you don't have an iPhone or or uh, an Apple account, go and create one anyway, Listen. and just subscribe. <laughs> Yo, I was just having this <laughs> argument the other day about somebody who has an Android, and it was like, what's so important about? Products. You guys uh, make it seem like you're rich or something. Oh, man. <laughs> like, Apple just maybe, hit different. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, like, maybe. I, Listen, if you are Android, we, we still love you and support and uh, love you for your support. So if you really love us, go ahead and create an Apple iTunes account and go ahead and subscribe <laughs> <laughs> on Apple Podcasts to bring in lyrics to like, Listen, we appreciate y'all. Um, again, tonight's song, episode four, Prove Me. I'm yours, Maurice Griffin. Listen, stay tuned. We'll be back again next week, like we never left. And uh, next week we got, uh, we will actually have um, Philly artists. Philly, tri-state stand up. We got two young ladies coming from the great city of Philadelphia. The two one five. I look, Nia throwing up her signal. (laughs) (laughs) That's our whole town. We got two young ladies coming in from the great city yeah, of Philadelphia. Um, a singer and a rapper. It's a duo group. They uh, they pretty dope. Um, I ain't gonna want to miss that. So Meeks tough. and Moni, Moni and Meeks. They will be right here. Listen, that don't gonna be live. Yeah, I ain't gonna tell y'all what might happen, but I'm telling y'all, y'all don't want to miss what might happen. Okay. <laughs> Somebody call nine one. One. Listen, we appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all subscribe to us. That's bringing lyrics tonight. If you are an artist and you are looking to be spotlighted on the show, please email us at bringing lyrics to life at yahoo.com. Send us your track, send us your lyrics, send us your availability. Someone from the team will get in contact with you. 
and we'll go and move forward on scheduling. For our audience and for our viewers, please, please stay in the know, stay connected with us. Please submit your comments, See, um, send us some emails. You can also uh, inbox us on Facebook or on Instagram. Let us know uh, different artists that you might recommend, different artists you might want us to uh, talk about, uh, different music you might want to hear. We want to hear from you. You can also call in on our studio line. Give us your comments. You can also reach us during the week here on the studio line um, to give us your ideas. We are open and we are looking forward to hearing from you. The studio line number is 856-323-8572-856-323-8572. Right here, bringing lyrics to life. And don't be scared to slide up in the DMs too, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, let me give a special shout out to Black Fathers. Just real quick, Black Fathers. 